Jack Scaynes. Would you join me for just a few moments from my heart to yours? Recently, I've been intrigued listening to political pundits talk about a segment of voters called the undecided. Being a simple country preacher, I've had a difficult time wrapping my mind around the term. The best I can figure, these are people who can't make up their minds. For some unknown reason, decision-making seems to come hard for them. It certainly is not because of a lack of time or information. It's not because the decision is a frivolous, unimportant, once-a-day happening. I presume it is because their lives are dominated by an outcome-based philosophy and not a biblical truth-based mentality. This brings up, to me, a very glaring question. On what basis are we to make decisions? Or even more specific, can a person actually know what is right or wrong? We are constantly being told that truth is relative. If this is the case, then that individual who believes abortion is simply a choice is just as correct as a person who believes abortion is the murder of a human being. Accepting homosexual relationships and sexual promiscuity in general to some is a a lifestyle as legitimate as a man and a woman in marriage being the only accepted area of sexual expression. Religious inclusion of all beliefs holds just as much weight as the narrow thought that Christianity is the only way to heaven if decisions are to be made on personal preferences. Are we bound to a code of truth or free to set our own code based on the circumstances of the moment or a whim created by social evolution? Are decisions made by having the loudest voice through intimidation or by rock-solid facts? Personal and national debt is an appropriate financial strategy, some say, while others hold to a conservative debt-free policy. Some hold to global internationalism, while others are proponents of a fiercely nationalistic spirit. How can these and other differences be solved? First and foremost, all decisions are drawn from one of three wells. Personal mindset from environment and genetics, dominant influence of parents, teachers, and others, or a set of principles drawn from the omniscient God of heaven, all generally make up our persona. On topics of cardinal importance, the Bible does not present shades of gray. For instance, Jesus declared in John chapter 14 that he was the only way to heaven, not one of many ways. He declared emphatically there is neither salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Some who wish to justify a hodgepodge of religion will cry, Well, that's too narrow. True, it is very difficult to be undecided when faced with absolute truth. Upon examination, there is very little wiggle room in the Ten Commandments. Perhaps the thou shalt nots only apply in certain circumstances to certain people. Can we just pick and choose which we feel like obeying and be undecided on the rest? The Bible was written over the course of 1,500 years by approximately 45 human authors covering three geographical continents. Its prophecies all came true and are coming true, and its historical recorded events are 100% accurate. It declares itself to be given by inspiration of God. 
the phrase, the Word of God, was used 44 times in the New Testament, 15 times in the book of Acts, and more than 500 times in the first five books, 37 times in Psalm 119, and 1,111 times in the book of the prophets, and more than 3,100 times in the Old Testament. The Bible refers to itself as the Word of God. All this makes it very difficult to be undecided as to where the pool of truth should come from. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. We should weigh all decisions in the crucible of God's word. Am I free to join hands with those who deny the authenticity of Scripture, the virgin birth, the bodily resurrection, sanctity of life, or the Lordship of Christ? Paul in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 6 was definitely not in the camp of the undecided when he asked, What communion hath light with darkness? What concord hath Christ with Belial? What agreement hath the temple of God with idols? He concluded in verse 17, Wherefore come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Doesn't seem to me like there's a gray line there. In reality, decision-making on any level is an easy matter for a true believer. When Martin Luther was faced with the decision to bow his knee to the Pope or bow his knee to Christ, it's recorded that he spoke these words, Here I stand, I can do naught else. God help me, he stated. In his martyrdom, Polycarp, a student of John, was told to recount his faith. He is recorded as saying on the day of his death, Eighty and six years I have served Christ, nor has he ever done me any harm. How then could I blaspheme my king who saved me? Down through the century, millions have decided in life and in death to live by biblical principles regardless of the cost. I can certainly understand the difficulty experienced by unbelievers. They have no moorings and are constantly afloat in a sea of change. Every bit of indecision is a decision to depart from solid ground and to walk deeper into the quicksand of uncertainty. After a half century in the ministry, I have yet to be presented with a decision that does not have its answer in precept or principle in God's Word. You can pick any topic you want to, and the answer is there in its pages. Often conservative fundamentalists are accused of being narrow, to which we plead guilty to every charge. Truth is narrow which explains why all who hold secular relativism despise it. Humanism has five tenets, atheism, evolution, a morality with no absolute self-autonomy of man, and one-world government or internationalism. And being a Bible believer, I have decided years ago against all five and will not establish union with those who embrace them. In a political correct world striving for inclusivism, many ignore common sense truth. A biblical worldview will instantly hold the answer with no room for indecision. The answer to life's questions are predictable when coming from an open Bible. Occasionally a decision can get a bit complex when the choice is between good and better or best, but there should never be indecision when the choice is between good and evil. I often think of my dear mother, who had no formal education past the sixth grade, but always seemed to know what was right and what was wrong. Supreme Court justices struggle with issues my mother could have answered in a moment. I fear for our nation. 
We see a large portion of its population undecided on many basic issues that for decades have been the backbone of our great country. Perhaps I live in a bubble today. I confess that I am in a culture shock. True, I am puzzled when listening to others expound about being progressive when it seems like digression to me. There are stern warnings from Scripture and from history to the nations that forget God. The brakes need to be applied to this mad rush to abandon common sense landmarks. Is there a new set of norms? If so, expect a totally new set of consequences. The prophet Isaiah wrote of national corruption and consequent sufferings in chapter 59, and where he wrote, And judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off, but truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. Yes, my friend, today, indecision is a decision. This is Jack Scallions. I want to thank you for allowing me the opportunity today to share a few moments from my heart to yours.